0: But I should be getting the notification in a few seconds, and there she goes. Okay. So we are indeed live now. Yeah. Um, I have the volume off. Um, do you want okay. it on?
1: Just... Um.
0: Wait a minute. Um.
1: Me me me. 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 Yeah, it's fine.
0: That's almost like a, that's kind of a hot track. Yeah. Um, me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Me, uh, me, me, me.
1: Okay, uh, before we get into this.
0: You've Got to pour yourself. Ooh. What?
1: Yeah, we're back. I'm back on the Tomatin trip. Ooh. Mm. I know. you want a glass? Oh, no, I'm all right.
0: I, I, uh, I I'm just, I know that's going to go right through me in a good way. Like in the best possible way.
1: Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> We're not recording on podcast yet. Someone already send a uh, super chat. I'm sorry. I scrolled to the top of the screen. It just says, says
0: poop. poop. Yeah, which is great. Um, but yeah, I Wait, mean, let me, we, let
1: me crank the mic.
0: We are going to be talking about stuff before we get to the super chats. But yeah, rest assured, as with every podcast, we will get to every single one. Yeah. We don't go off the air until we do. Okay. Uh, unless there's some technical difficulty snafu. You ready,
1: you ready for a sound take on this? Oh yeah! Ooh. Oh, mm. single malt Scotch. Do sip, sip, Oh, sip, sip, sip.
0: Ah, just as good as I remembered. Yeah, oh. like that sweetness to it. Oh hell yeah! Because I know, like some people prefer their whiskey a bit more leathery a bit more yeah. um um bitter
1: but i'm gonna I... move your wet shirt oh yeah uh, please do yeah. uh non thank you for your donation says hot we didn't even get to um uh hitting record on our uh uh you know what i gotta turn the volume down on this thing Manually, I think because I need my tablet to be able to keep track of the Super Chats. Is this thing going to me? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, I have to close this. And since I messed this uh, Fire tablet up so many different ways, the the volume buttons no longer work. The physical ones. So Mm. I have to go into settings, volume, media volume, mute this all the way down. There we go. This is all this tablet really does these days is just take care of super chats and look up facts about cars when we're riding at cafes. So, for uh, oh, Henry says, "Who's he's drunk, drunk, Who's he's drunk, drunk. Not yet, gonna be.
0: Well, it's a reference to the uh, Malibu review, right, the song at the right, end, which got... is one of my favorite reviews. Mm-hmm. Just the, I think that was the same one, uh, with the the your dad farting up the chair so bad (laughs) like your mom had to (laughs) burn Burn it it. (laughs) yeah uh
1: workforce 520 says i just got a new job at a ford dealership today congratulations workforce 520 uh motoroid 87 doesn't have a question just thank you for the dollar why did you get a bezros tablet
0: oh a bezos like jeff bezos the guy who runs amazon cuz this is the
1: cheapest possible yep. tablet you can possibly get and I want to see see what it does.
0: Yeah. I have and an it Amazon. doesn't do
1: much. I have So
0: an, yeah. Yeah. I have an Amazon Fire tablet. I literally just use it to read ebooks. <laughs> I I have some nice uh, reading material on yeah. there uh, and you know, it's nice to have when you don't want to like burn through the phone and everything. Right. And yeah,
1: it's, right. It's uh it's pretty useless. Uh <laughs> It orders stuff on Amazon and and uh, Alexa spies on you. Yes. And I'm probably going to get a Windows a Windows Surface uh, tablet computer. So I can... Uh, and that'll be my new travel computer. Nice. Um, th- This Mac is hard to type on, but thank you, Justin Lewis, for giving it to him. It's, it's been good for streaming and definitely improved the show that way. Um, but as far as it's got some, as, uh, AVE says, it's got some gravity in her. So when I'm on the road, I really need something light, but with more functionality than, than just a pure tablet. Mm. So, um, uh, Victor Brum says, Hey, why don't you guys work as voice actors? How do you get hired as a voice actor? I don't actor? know how they'd have it yeah. for anybody. Um,
0: that's... Tedman O'Hara, have a Suzuki 200 to submit, Rock Hall, Maryland. Well, uh, regularcars at gmail.com. Um, uh, name, year-may, your year-may make model, model
1: city state in the title of the email and in the body of the email, put a picture and your phone number. Right. Henry. Hello, Henry. Says... Why didn't you mention the snorkel in the Tacoma review? I thought it was gratuitous. And also it was very much there.
0: Also, yeah. I noticed uh, it was missing the um, the running count of the amount of TRDs yeah. on the bottom, which I didn't really like find necessary. It was one of those things that I remembered we did after the fact.
1: Yeah. Um, and as we were doing it, we were losing track of how many there were. Yeah. Because we were trying to count in fours. Because sometimes there was TRD logos on every single wheel. That sort of stuff. Mm. Um, Well, Sean Brewer, uh, you're going to be our mark here for, and thank you for your donation, where we're going to talk about our own stuff and then get back into the Super Chats. Yeah. So Sean Brewer is the uh, Mason-Dixon line
0: between us uh, uh,
1: talking about uh, our past few days. Uh, John Wick 3.
0: Oh, we got a hold for uh, sound.
1: Oh, right. We never even press record. Thank you. There we go. All right. So we're going to hold for sound for the uh, uh, iTunes podcast. Here we go.
0: Welcome to RCR Podcast number
1: sixty-two.
0: Sixty-two, nice. We're seven away from nice. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it, I'm uh, the realm or Nick. I'm Brian,
0: and we are here to talk about a variety of things uh, that have been going on in the past week. Not the least of which is these Pennsylvania weather tornado storms. storms. Oh, I can turn All an extra this light stuff on in here. Yeah, I mean, I had to change into a new shirt because. I got completely soaked on my way here which i it's just part and parcel of all this but first and foremost yesterday we went to see the new john, john wick movie, movie. Yes. john wick three parabellum yeah and it's you know i okay so just saying it up front we didn't see any of the previous well i haven't seen any of the previous john wick movies
1: yeah i saw the i saw the first two
0: Alright, cool. Um, I Do they shed... I'm under the presumption that all the movies take place over the course of like X number of days. Yeah.
1: That this is all continuously happening. Right. It's, it's a very uh, 24 style of filmmaking. Yeah,
0: because they mention in the film about things that I know happened um, happening like a few days ago. And where I'm thinking that because they mentioned, like, well, you're the guy who, like, they killed your dog and yeah. whatever.
1: And That's the entire first movie. They killed my dog and stole my car. Now I'm going to kill the entire mob. Yeah. That's the movie. John, uh, uh, now that he's back in John Wick 2, they introduced what a marker is, which is like a blood oath. Like, yeah, you do something for me or I do something for you. Then you have to do something for me. Those those cool. little medallion things so now uh this one mob guy comes up to john wick saying hey i helped you now you have to do something for me what do you need me to do i need you to kill my sister (laughs) because the sister has a seat on the high table and Uh, i want it and first he says i'm not gonna do it and then and then they send a bunch of people to kill john wick at his house and of course he john wicks them yeah and then he comes back and then Um, he fights his, he John wicks his way through an entire castle and then, um, uh, kills the sister to complete it. And then the mobster puts out a $7 million bounty on John wick. That's
0: all I I knew going in was that there was a bounty on his head. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, the penguin from Gotham is here, uh, Mm -hmm. in in a very like brief throwaway role. Well, not throwaway, but you know, and it's hilarious in the sense that, okay, within the first like five minutes he's John wicking the shit out of like the one uh, mm-hmm. a team member for the uh seventy sixers
1: like who's seven foot two in real life or something yeah like that.
0: the dude is enormous and he's like messing my man's <laughs> up with a book it's like
1: they're oh, spoiler oh well sorry I mean, well, the, the whole thing like, the whole thing is like, like in the in, in the first t- in the first movie they say John wick can- there's this recurring joke in the first movie that never happens in the movie but people said as they're hyping John wick up it's like, I saw, I once saw John wick kill three people with a pencil. And then, in, uh, and then some, and some point the second movie, he does kill someone with a pencil. Yeah. And then the third movie apropos of nothing, he kills a guy with a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, here's the thing of like, he I stabs don't... a guy with a book. You can't, I'm not going to tell you how, yeah, you're, you're,
0: you can't really <laughs> spoil, uh, plot points in those movies you can only spoil moments yeah because i think like in terms of story it's not that they don't have a story or that it's not compelling right it's that that's not why you're there right you're there to see him like do his thing yeah because he is uh a master of murder craft yeah you know of just the some of the crazy ways that he kills people in his movie Mm -hmm. are just ridiculous and very nonchalant but like also very uh uh, innovative in their nonchalance yeah. um, I, I just keep thinking of all the times like they're walking by uh, or having like a big fight and there's like a building overlooking them like in mm-hmm. one of the last fights of the movie and you see like the, all the lights on in this office building, mm. and I'm thinking, like, what if someone stayed there or was stayed after work? And yeah, was like, yo, dude, you would not believe what I'm, I'm seeing, seeing right now,
1: right? And that's the one thing that takes me out of John Wick movies is that there's a lot of public killings, and the the bystanders just kind of walk away. Yeah, they
0: just keep walking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's weird in that sense. I mean, like there was a
1: uh a, a high speed chase, and that, that was with katanas. First with a horse, yeah, and then with motorcycles. Mm. There are no police in this version of no. this noir New York City. Yeah, <laughs> York City.
0: Yeah, and they're just sort of pretending that you, you know you're just supposed to look past the idea that yeah. this is a place with law enforcement in it. Yeah, because then it opens up this whole world of of questions of how mm. this works the same thing with like you're supposed to kind of forget how the human body is supposed to work in the yeah. sense that there is no reason that a he should be alive yeah. uh, for any of this right and b that he should be as effective as he is right. against fresh men yeah like yeah. it's not even like these are are just dudes who've been through the ringer themselves these are fresh dudes <laughs> who were like not doing in, yeah, yeah.
1: Who have their their tanks are full yeah yeah
0: and, and john wick
1: bar is full and john wick is always in like single digits yeah. yeah he's he's like oh man his hp is at like seven and yeah <laughs> if, if this was zelda the beep, beep 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 would be constantly going every now and again he gets one heart
0: yeah, yeah. and then they're always doing or he's always doing like soup completely superficial like repairs to his own body yeah that are in no way like they're just load bearing repairs yeah but yet somehow he doesn't end up
1: uh getting the shit killed out of yeah him. they ex- they explain it in the first movie where this one guy well the exposition there's a lot of exposition in, in the first Wick. Mm. um and he says uh john wick is pure will mm. and and then they say a few other things. I think they repeat it twice. He is pure fucking will. He will not stop.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the uh, what makes the character interesting to me yeah. in that because he doesn't really talk. No. Like John Wick is a very stoic man. Yeah. Except when and so that it makes the things he says more mm-hmm. uh more meaningful, more weighted with significance and it's just interesting to me because you go in sort of expecting this. Um, I don't know. I was kind of expecting there to be some sort of like point at which it slows down. And it really doesn't, <laughs> doesn't let happen. up.
1: Um, the one with difference between John Wick three and one and two is that there's no clear bad guy in John Wick three. Mm. Um, in the first one, there is the mobster he's going to kill in the second one. It's first sister. And then, the mobster who double-crossed him okay there's a definite end boss yeah third one there isn't there's kind of that one ninja guy but he's super friendly and yeah like, i'm so go- oh, awesome to meet you john wick i'm sorry i have to do like yeah now he's like he doesn't even say i'm sorry i'm like this is such an honor yeah
0: because it in the sense that it's only been a few days but he's created this almost like folk hero mythos around himself mm-hmm. to where people are sort of viewing it as a privilege to get to not just kill this man, but to fight this man at all. Yeah. And, or to be killed by this man. Like there are also sort of scenes where he has to sort of use his wits to get ahead of, you know, just little things, whether it's um, gun assembly or uh, That uh, was an interesting thing yeah. right at the beginning. And <laughs> there's also, I've never been a gun guy, um, but I think um, there is a scene where he's kind of like armoring up where I kind of get it. Where they're explaining like how um well armor peel uh, are i think he's like 12 gauge steel armor piercing rounds and they're going through like all this stuff and they're just grabbing all of this Mm -hmm. stuff and that was the gun porn
1: moment it it happens in the second movie as well
0: it's complete like pornography in
1: the uh in the second amendment armor piercing shotgun shells i of course i'm complaining about ballistics accuracy in a movie where a oh almost spoiled the ending um where in a movie where the man uh where the protagonist has a bulletproof uh dinner jacket yeah yeah and
0: the the idea being that everything is run by this shadowy table yeah or the high table and you know you're supposed They don't really, do they go
1: into like what the high table is in any of the other ones? No, this is the first, they did explain a little bit more about the high table. It's not even really mentioned in the first one. In the Mm. second, you learn, but you never see it. You never see a meeting. You don't know who's on it. Yeah. And in the third, now you learn that there's the the adjudicator or like this police or judgment person showing up. that's the only person who has anything to do with the high table showing up in any of these movies sans the sister um in the second movie what i absolutely
0: loved from a visual standpoint was and this is like very beginning of the movie stuff of when they're keeping tabs on the board of what the bounty on john wick is up to now Mm -hmm. is that it's very low tech yeah you've got these very old like early like the apple computer just like like word processors like
1: commodore commodore computers you get like like adding machines and just that shows up in the second movie as well actually yeah there's that and it's weird like no one in this movie i think has smartphones no not that i could recall or no no no.
0: so i was trying to think like if the one um King of the Bowery
1: has one, but I don't think he does in the second movie with, with him and his pigeons. There was, there was more like visual explanation with that. The pigeons have like these little tiny little satchels on them, like tiny little backpacks. (laughs) And he's putting like SIM cards in them. Yeah. Or like mini SD cards.
0: Because that's what I remember. Because he specifically says he doesn't have a cell phone because and he has pigeons because pigeons can't be traced. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I could have sworn he had like something that he had. But now I'm like losing the plot a yeah. bit. It's weird in that you get you get this movie where you know you have to abide by the rules of the movie's logic Mm -hmm. but it's also internally consistent that i didn't really question anything like until you mentioned that there's no law enforcement i didn't really think about it Mm -hmm. i'm like where were the cops during all
1: did you see any of the scenes from the second movie
0: no i'm completely like john wick nude uh or, or i don't even know if that's the right terminology but um Accent. you have to watch
1: the ones with uh Lawrence Fisberg in in the second movie because mm. like he steals the scene i can He's believe it in that and it... i was really sad that, uh, almost he doesn't die he doesn't die he doesn't die um yeah we're trying to be as um
0: respectful to people as possible about spoilers even acknowledging right. that this is not a very um, story or even necessarily character-driven movie, yeah. it's spectacle-driven. Yeah, which is great, and it excels in a way that uh, like a few MCU movies. That MCU cannot. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. giving you the like by the end of it, you're kind of exhausted.
1: Yeah, Endgame is like three hours.
0: Yeah, and it's wall to wall, but it's emotionally exhausting. Like me and my nephew were completely depleted when we left that movie mm. uh, emotionally. Um, but John Wick, it's like, you're physically depleted because mm-hmm. like, it's almost like how, um, you know, like a Facebook mom will get while watching world of dance where you're just like, they're sitting in there and I'm saying this cause it's my mom, um, <laughs> where the, the, the legs are kind of moving because you, you kind of are, uh, syncing up with whatever's happening on the screen. You want to tap your toes. And John Wick has that kind of thing of like, where you're moving with the action almost. Cause mm-hmm. like in my seat. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, that type of squirmy yeah. response, which is exactly kind of how it goes. But um, I had a real blast watching that movie. And um, I imagine now I'm going to go back and watch the other ones because they sound like again, I don't mind getting them spoiled. It's a spectacle thing. Yeah. Um. But w- with respect to people who because it's only been out a week and a half, you know, maybe you don't yeah. maybe you like actually The third
1: did have the most action.
0: Yeah. It, it was very much i did not think they were going to let up for a mm-hmm. while there because the minute one action set piece ends it's like you get a two minute breather and then like another one starts and then there's like the extended one where he's like traveling and everything but for the most part it's wall-to-wall action it's like the perfect movie for an action junkie like if yeah. you like the raid movies or if you like um Or if you like, like Commando, yeah, like Jean Claude Van Damme movies have more plot than (laughs) this. Like they legitimately do. There is legitimately more of a story in like Lionheart, Kickboxer, (laughs) like any of those movies than there is in John Wick. But I don't know that you're going to see some of the things. Also, like the um, the tremendous amount of violence performed upon the human dick
1: <laughs> throughout that movie, like it's just way more than the second or first. Yeah, it's yeah. just
0: dudes getting like their actual like dicks ruined throughout this
1: movie. More crotch shots than a Hannah Bar- Barbera cartoon. <laughs> That's a great line. Um, but yeah, it, all, all all in all, like big thumbs up for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good time and i'm very much invested in them doing another one now mm-hmm. i mean it's i i don't see keanu how they Reeves don't wants to work yeah, yeah that and in a very tom cruise kind of way well actually i don't know how many of his own stunts he did um but so i don't think he's out here trying to kill himself like tom is right but
1: i don't think keanu is doing anything other than john has done anything other than john wick for the past like Eight years. Yeah, I don't recall him doing anything else. Yeah,
0: I'm trying but, hard. Like, to think. He's got
1: the Matrix money. He doesn't have. He doesn't to. have to
0: do anything. And yeah. apparently, like everyone who meets him, he's like the coolest guy. in the motorcycles we get along. Yeah, yeah. No, I would love to. You know, he's like that perfect guy you would love to sort of just hang out with and just talk to and have a a, a beer with or or just talk motorcycles, talk like things that don't even have to do with his movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, yeah. I don't
1: want to like. He films action movies like his, his most dramatic role was, um, uh, Oh, uh, um, the devil, the Lord, uh, Oh, with Dracula. No. Uh,
0: Oh, uh, the, uh, the devil's, devil's Ab- the advocate
1: advocate. Yeah.
0: With, um, 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 Al Pacino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, mm.
0: so in other news, I got my STD results, but no, I'm kidding. It's but one of those things that okay, every year I go and it's the same time virtually every year where I go and get my. Oh, did it hit good right there? Uh, just smelling. Oh, mm, smelling. The, it's just Retro-nasal great Smelling. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's delightful. Smelling and drinking at the yeah. same time,
0: but it's also that thing of um, trying to uh, realize that what am i getting worried about like this is a routine part of being alive and being an adult and so i'm sitting there in the uh in the office this was two weeks ago um but i i mean i got the results today it's all clear so we're good but in the office and i completely forgot to mention this until i went back uh or until i got the results and i realized there was a guy there with this tattoo
1: who I'm playing the entertainer first of all we just had like three thunderstorms in a row and the ice cream guy is out <laughs> ice cream
0: fresh sha ice, ice cream, cream. <laughs>
1: uh, hot
0: chili and ginger ale <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course that would happen um but no there was a guy there in a sort of plain white, uh wife beater right and the, these jeans that were completely beaten to hell like tears all over them, right mm. but then he had this tattoo and um okay it's a horse. it wasn't necessarily on the arm i'm just using that as shorthand but it's um a horse that kind of looked like a mustang but it said live like you left the gate open like that sounds like one of those like empty wait, motivational wait. phrases, right? Like, like live, live like the car door is unlocked. Live like the owner left
1: the gate open. Well, no,
0: like you're a horse and I you're know. living like, like you're the owner left the gate open, which implies, implies like,
1: that you have no uh, wilderness skills. You are a domesticated animal, and now you're set free without a plan. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you supposed to do with some? It sounds nice when, when you immediately sort of read it to yourself in your head, you're like, oh, okay, that's probably, uh, wait, what? (laughs) And then it sort of filters in through the other side of your brain of just, no, that's not, Mm. that's one of those, like, if you can't take me at my worst, Worst,
1: don't take me at my blast.
0: Yeah. It's just, that is some very, it's a very boomer esque uh, feel good about the universe thing. Um, with that said, I hope well, I peaked like crazy there. Um with that said, I hope the guy is completely physically well. I just found it kind of of all the tattoos to get. Yeah. Um of course, I say this and I have like orabesh on my arm. so right. it is what it is. Like I have no room to really cast stones mm-hmm. um in my kingdom of glass. Yeah. Which I mean, with as, as far as outdoorsy skills go, I did uh Oh wait, no, I talked to you about this the other day about uh, going uh, hiking this summer, possibly in July, because I've literally never been hiking before. Hmm. And there was a hiker in our area who made the news because they uh, disappeared and they were missing for maybe 36 hours before they were found alive, like perfectly fine. Well, not perfectly fine, other than like the experience of realizing you've been
1: lost in the wilderness and you have no idea where you are. Right, okay they were lost in Auburn and Auburn. There's like a community hiking path. I mean, it's gravel. Yeah. You can ride a bicycle on it. You can ride a 10 speed racing bicycle on it. It's, it's, it's very smooth and people do. And, but they thought that somewhere they, they might've gotten onto the Appalachian trail. I was just at the port port Clinton pavilion two hours ago and was talking to some hikers there and they, said that rangers and police officers woke them up at three in the morning at the eagles nest shelter which hmm. is on the at and it's the nearest shelter to auburn thinking that maybe the hiker had gone up there like woke them up have you seen this person you know huh. with uh with uh, photos so i don't know where they found fa- where did they find the hiker or the the missing hiker i forget
0: i uh, was i only found out that they found her from overhearing a police officer talking to another person at Wawa. Oh, Um, So they, it was kind of a strange thing of like, I'm filling up my coffee and they're talking about all this. And it was kind of like a low key, like they're shading this person of like, who gets lost on what, when you have your phone and a hiking trail, like that type of thing.
1: That is a serious question because there are multiple hiking apps plus Google maps. Yeah. See the hiking apps don't even need a cell signal to work. They just go off a GPS. Yeah, but that and but like my
0: understanding is that well, from my understanding of the area, is that civilization is audible. Yes, like so that if you have some semblance of where the sound is coming from, just like follow the sound of cars and, and people. you will get
1: to you will get to either eight ninety five or sixty one, because all of the mountains in this region follow the highways, follow the mountains Mm. because they go in the valleys in between the mountains. Yeah. So just hike downhill, (laughs) you'll end up at a highway or a road.
0: And yet as someone completely inexperienced, I 100% empathize with their situation because Mm. I know for a fact that like, if say I suddenly had the urge to go on a very long walk and I decided I was going to like try hiking, Mm -hmm. you know, I I'm really prepared. I've got all my stuff together. And i'm gonna go but i don't have like just knowing me like i know i would get lost like Mm. i just know that would happen like i cannot judge this woman for for getting uh, uh lost and i'm incredibly thankful that she was found safe and well with her dog um it's just one of those things where i guess kind of hearing about this story made me want to Sort of learn more about the outdoors than I do, which is functionally nothing. (laughs) Because, Mm. I mean, I've never been an outdoorsy kind of guy. And it's just something that I kind of wish, well, outside of going maybe fishing like a couple times with my uncle. Okay. Like as a preteen, you know, around there. And that was fun. But it's also that type of thing where you're not really getting the same experience necessarily. You're not necessarily um, putting yourself in the, uh, in the wilds
1: i guess for someone who's never really gone out in the woods like this person may have been it's easy to get turned around because everything looks the same yeah to a new eye versus someone i guess who's been hiking for a while can understand the difference between a fake trail and the real one, especially in Pennsylvania, where a lot of it's rocky and the trail necessarily is not beaten. Mm. It's not a clear path. It's just you follow the white blazes on the trees. Well, she found a way to get lost. And that's that.
0: Yeah. But thankfully, she found a way to get found or by mostly. uh, I think it was mostly that she just kind of stayed put for the most part. I don't know, Um, which. I think that is what you're supposed to do, isn't it? Like if you're lost, that it makes you easier to find if you kind of stay in one spot rather than trying to. I suppose. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here from my complete lack of any sort of fundamental knowledge about outdoorsiness. So
1: I guess if you had absolutely nothing on. Yeah. Like if I was in the woods right now with shoes on. Like right now I have nothing in my pockets. What would I do? Hmm. I guess I would stay put. I would conserve what energy I had, kept my heart rate low, so I wouldn't sweat out uh, too much water. Because mm. I don't know how many days you can go without water. Is it like three or mm. something like that? Oh, I love that comment.
0: Joyce or Jace Broussard says, always bring a fishing pole while hiking down here in Louisiana. If you get lost, start casting. Someone will always walk up to you and ask what bait you're using. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: mm. I don't know. That's just... Anything else going on? Uh, I need to be social more. Mm, that's that's a subject change. <clears throat> uh, Justin Lowe said, come out to Pittsburgh again. Yeah. Um, I'm already done with uh, Monday's video. Mm, nice. And that's because I got to take my dad to the airport on Saturday, and then Ford Nationals is on Sunday. Mm. Um, if you got stuff to do, no problem. I'm probably just going to hang out with David Colletti. I will be at Ford nationals on Sunday instead of uh normally Friday when I'm normally there. Yeah. Um, we are riding Friday. Yes. Yes, okay. we are. were riding Friday. I got nothing going on tomorrow. I'm going to have to fill the day. You're going to the, the, uh, the
0: passport. Uh, I have to get my passport, uh, renewed. Cause it's lost, lost it in the move. And it's one of those things where I just, i've looked high and low and there is and i know it's somewhere in uh in amongst like my old things i just can't find it Mm. um sometimes i give documents and have my mom just store them in her like cabinet uh just so that they're not on because i know me Mm -hmm. like it's just um i haven't found it at her house either so i was just like you know what i'm gonna report it lost it's gone blah 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 i know for a fact i had it when we came back from new zealand Like Mm -hmm. for a fact, I put it away for some reasons, not where I put it away anymore. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I'm going to the post office, get the passport, uh, apply, you know, hopefully expedite the process so that it's here in time for RCR Toronto. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'm actually playing tomorrow night uh, an actual paid gig at, uh, well, paid is kind of... the details don't really matter but i am p- playing a gig at the apple dumpling festival in Reading um from like 6 30 to 7 30 now it's kind of a short notice gig and so you know if people are local come on out it's whatever uh it's a great place you know they have the, the type of food that you go the rest of the year trying to avoid eating ah. and um you know it's very nice uh yeah it's a nice place to be and i'll be on like the west end stage in between like phases of the miss apple dumpling pageant ah. of like stages now i'm not necessarily like here she is look at her face yeah um but uh it's still a nice little Uh, local thing so you know there's
1: rides and games Miss dumpling comes out and loud whistle guy starts whistling loudly (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: eesh this thing has been going on for a lot of years um because i remember going to this thing when i was barely you know walking
1: oh i watched somebody park and hit a car Uh, that was something that happened at Heisler's Dairy Bar. (laughs) 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 Have have I been to this place? What? Have I been to this place? Uh, not with me. You haven't. All right. I'm sure I've been before. I'm sure you've been. Heisler's is a place you take to entertain a child for $6. Mm. Because how much is a hamburger at Heisler's Dairy Bar? Well, that's $2. Mm. No, I'm sorry. What am I sitting on? You something weird. Oh, it's just the weirdness of this food, huh? Mm-hmm. Heisler's Dairy Bar is ice cream, and it's very good ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it is concession high school football game concession stand food.
0: Right, can you hit me in the coffee with this a little? Maybe Tell on me one. when. Right. And that's good. Thank you. Just um, Irish up this coffee.
1: The uh, you get a hamburger, and it's and it's the hamburger that Ron Swanson feeds everybody. It's a hamburger made with meat, with nothing. Put ketchup on it if you want. I don't care, you know. <laughs> uh, and you can get pierogies, and very limited menu. Uh, yeah, it's exactly just well, it's it's more like Ron Swanson stuff. It's like hamburger, hot dog uh pierogies french fries that is it and then but they have all kinds of different ice cream and they have a miniature golf course and they have a driving range and it's and it's out in farm fields and moo moo cow country and you 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 ramp you fill your kid with um you give a kid a hamburger or hot dog and they get energy and then they play mini golf and then you crank them up with sugar either one of the two things i mean I'm I'm sitting there and I'm with my friend Jess and we're I'll get to the car accident thing in a minute. But you can tell which kids have had the ice cream before mini golf and which ones haven't. <laughs> the ones who uh didn't, the ones who did have the ice cream are now uh lightsabering fighting with the <laughs> with the uh putters, yeah, and you know, trying to bounce the balls yeah. like basketballs. So um I'm a connoisseur of mini golf and heisler's mini golf is okay but then again i've learned this as we traveled to other states uh pennsylvania has a high standard for miniature golf you go to jersey go to other places it's this putt putt bullshit (laughs) where they just get some uh astroturf and wooden boards like two by twos and just make like a zigzag pattern, and that's your. There's like no elevation changes, no hidden tunnels, yeah, no landscaping around the entire place, no flowing river. Oh, you can't have that with a mini golf without that right. stuff.
0: Right, like my, our Ricky Dinka shells um, ice cream place with the mini golf has that. Yeah, and that's like a, a back w- water. Well, not yeah. back water, but
1: it's like not a big place. Right, and the thing about PA is like everybody plays mini golf. You are never too old for it and everybody's just kind of into it and it's an easy date idea it is an easy date idea just go to genetti's on the way to kutztown <laughs> like you know yeah. it's right there oh that place wait yeah. uh the allentown side or because there's more than one mini well, golf there, on there, either there, side there, of kutztown yeah take your pick yeah. seriously so it's neat that we have a mini golf industry anyway so we're waiting in line for uh ice cream and you know it's good ice cream because it's a long line so i'm watching this Chevy Colorado. Trying to nose its way into a parking space and it's going way too shallow. Mm. Like it's not swinging wide and going in, it's kind of like nosing in. And it's one of those parking spaces where all the good ones in directly in front of the ice cream like order station are all taken.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but for whatever reason, he had to park there instead of like there's plenty of parking spaces over by the mini golf course, he can just walk over here. Uh. So he's going in way shallow. And we're looking at the bed of the pickup truck and it's a foot away from the car on one side. Now he starts turning in. Now we're down the inches. And we're like, 10 inches, eight, six, <laughs> two. And then we hear this sound. He doesn't make contact with the car. It isn't metal to metal. But since his rear tires on his Colorado, I mean, it's a stock Colorado, but they're still outset a little bit. And the wheel arch of a bed of a Colorado, there's plenty of room. Is the tire rubs down the side of this, you know, kind of like base model Impala rental car style thing. And it's and it's and it's like imagine somebody in uh, their underwear trying to slide down a dry water slide. <laughs> oh oh <Yeah>. man. <laughs> we all we all everybody in line is looking at him. No one's really saying anything. And then the guy's in his car and he's looking around. He realizes that since he rubber scraped his way alongside this car, he can't get out. Ooh. Uh, and he is an older guy. He's got the old man hat. And he's either going to climb over the center console and get out the passenger side. He doesn't do anything. He stays there in his truck until the owner of the car next to him walks up, gets in the car, and leaves. Now, the guy didn't notice that now there's now like four inches of space in between the Impala and the Colorado. but. At a glance, I suppose, I, I didn't see the owner of the of the Impala come up. They must have come up on the driver's side, saw that a car was parked next to him, and eh, that guy's kind of close, whatever, I'm leaving. Pulls straight back, leaves. When that happens, guy in the Colorado picks, uh, uh, gets out. So, and the line was moving really slow mm. for the ice cream. So we watched this whole thing. So the guy sits in his truck for like 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like dinner theater
0: mm-hmm. it's weird it, it, it
1: was now- i should have freaking filmed it that would make a hell of an instagram thing just the sound of a of a tire the sidewall uh screeching against clear coat yeah that's it's that old man i can
0: do what i want retired attitude yeah they say
1: like um, what, what when i saw the
0: hat the hat was was it like in the front and then you have the like the mesh in the back type trucker cap or or it it... was
1: either that or like a commemorative it looked like a commemorative nascar hat or something like Ah. that. Mm. so i'm like i'll I'll bet this is a guy you could the type of guy who is now operating entirely on muscle memory ah you could explain there's no new concepts is making way into this guy's brain Mm. he's (laughs) he He's watching The Wheel. He's going to Heisler's. He's going to church. He's uh, in a very Hannibal Burris way. He's the Hormel Chili motherfucker. <laughs> and, you know, he's going up to his grandkids, holding his fingers three inches apart and saying, I remember you when you were this big. Ah, the type of grandpa, like
0: he never goes to the kids the kids have to come to him Mm -hmm. like he's never visits they have to visit him Mm -hmm. or he would never see the grandkids Mm -hmm. that type of thing Mm. although i suppose that's a lot of well eh, my mom visits her grandkids a lot um but that's more of a you know she's retired now like what else are you gonna do right (laughs) hang out with the grandkids What earth am i gonna do tomorrow uh I mean, hey, you can come to the apple dumpling. Well, I mean, that's if it doesn't get like rained out by some crazy storm.
1: Yeah. Um, I left my phone over there by the computer. Yeah. It's, it's going to be thunderstorms on and off. I guess I could hike again tomorrow. Yeah. I mm-hmm. could go to Palmerton mm. and just, I could, I could get up tomorrow. I could drive to Palmerton. I could hike and do the section from Palmerton to Bake and back. Is that like 14 miles or something like that? Mm, I could do decent. that. And then when i get back say hey to any hikers i'm going to palmerton i have a car there if you need a ride to something something because that's what i live for now is to give rides to hikers because i want a temporary friendship that lasts for a little bit in a very fight club way i'm trying
0: to think like is there like an OK Cupid for like friends because i realize now that i forget how to make them
1: yeah. because it used to be
0: that's the one thing all of you in in school right now do not take the um forced proximity for granted no of like okay we're together this is going to be the easiest opportunity to make friends ever outside of like if you become someone who goes to like open mics at a bar and just start randomly talking to people right for the socially
1: awkward among you in high school take the invite to the party you dick (laughs) like go to the party even if you don't know anybody Friendships in high school grow like mold in a cheap apartment. Mm. Ooh, that lingers. Mm. Because, as, as someone who lives in one, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. no, 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 no. But Dude, it, it, I I go through about a bottle of bleach every six months in this apartment. Well, hey, that's what you got to do. Like, you, you got to bleach just... the tub. You have to, you have to wipe down surfaces. Because I mean, this house was built in like 1890 mm-hmm. or something like that. There's mold in this apartment no two ways about it. I have a dehumidifier in there. I run it every day in that bathroom because Mm -hmm. it doesn't vent properly because for people watching on YouTube, this was once an attic.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Man, this is really nice for
0: just an attic though. (laughs) Like I can imagine, you know, just the idea that the only thing that used to be up here was stuff. Stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And it had this much space. Yeah. Relatively speaking. Like the
1: archway that goes into my kitchen. Uh, yeah. real quick
0: there's someone in the regular chat who wanted to know if you're going to Chevy Nationals
1: No I'm not going to Chevy yeah.
0: Nationals I don't is it the same month as Ford
1: Nationals Yeah I mean they just roll car shows in Carlisle all summer Yeah makes They're sense They have Ford Nationals the Ford Nationals Chrysler Nationals GM Nationals and then Corvettes at Carlisle and they have Imports Import Nationals which happened earlier and then there's Spring Carlisle which is just sell shit <laughs> mm which that was the only one I haven't been to yet well I haven't been to GM Nationals but I mean GM that I I suppose GM Nationals would be half Corvettes anyway yeah Mm
0: -hmm. when is you go Nationals (laughs) (laughs) um no it's it's nice um to sort of but I mean that thing about making friends I suppose like a lot of people with um regular nine to fives will form friendships with co-workers but like from a lot of people on my Facebook and like social media timelines I don't know how many people actually like any of their co-workers right like it's weird I I mean maybe it's that the forced proximity of a job is More of a burden than the forced proximity of being in school Mm, because you're still afforded a certain like there's this sense that, like, I don't have to be here, yeah. Whereas with a job, it's like I have to be here or I don't eat, right, or I don't make rent, or that type of thing. And then you realize that seeing these people are just a reminder of maybe that job you don't like, yeah, and so you don't want to see them outside of it.
1: I'll take people who suck in a job more than people who suck in in uh school because people who suck in school can punch you when the 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 teacher isn't looking yeah yeah
0: yeah and there's that sense that like if you and go every day
1: it, you have to be back yeah there is no escaping this person well i was thinking more college like um, oh college well, yeah, fuck but up. i don't even remember any mean people in college at all
0: no everyone was super chill um it was and that's because i think a lot of the people um
1: i was the dick in college for sure. <laughs>
0: I, I think like from at least in my experience in Penn State, like college was too big for clicks to form. Mm. Like there are too many people there for like nobody knew who anybody else's name was. Like if there was a popular kid in college, like I didn't know their name because you get like 42,000 new people like every year or some stupid number like that. Maybe it's like 4,200. I don't know how many there are, but it's this big college drinking town yeah and everybody's going to the gingerbread man to have to knock them back every like two gingerbread man it's it's a bar and uh they just stopped calling it gingerbread man and just started calling it g-man and then um then and that just got shortened to g (laughs) <laughs> and because I, I don't know i guess we're in such a rush to go drinking <laughs> we just g- can't really say
1: where we're going i can't put syllables in between my mouth and natty i <laughs> oh, what do they pour what, what's like the the you would do it you were drinking woodchuck cider when we were up there yeah or something else. yeah that was the
0: thing that i always got up there because i was not a beer connoisseur well woodchuck cider and uh lion's heads Oh, okay Li- lion's well head, yeah. lion's heads that's because at Sharkies they were only like a dollar Damn. and then i think like there was a price inflate to a dollar fifty and people were <laughs> <laughs> it's like in my life never in my uh-huh. life am i drinking again i'm like why would i not you know just yeah uh, no it's great that and you know you're entertained the whole night trying to figure out what the puzzle underneath the cap is <laughs> um but yeah
1: I have 19% left on my tablet. <laughs> so I'm going to get to some of these questions. Super chat questions. Okay. We're going all the way back here to 7.20 p.m. I don't know
0: 40 what this means. Why am I minutes ago signals?
1: Angry Clown 1990. Question for the Roman. Can we get an RCR story about the 1908 New York to Paris automobile race? Wait, who's the name of the person who asked Angry that? Clown 1990. Because
0: I think there's someone before that
1: uh sean brewer was the one dollar oh there's a whole bunch oh wait there. no no
0: no we answered the ones before sean brewer was the cutoff, i think
1: yeah and then um have a suzuki 200 we got that one why didn't you mention the snorkel in the tacoma video yeah and, it was sean redone brewer. Redone. and then yeah um, uh
0: and then uh okay so um and what was the subject about the uh could the we get paris? an rcr
1: story about the 1908 new york to paris automobile race
0: um there is a, a an interesting uh well there's a lot of work that goes into an rcr story in terms of like vetting. in the sense that i get a lot of submissions of people who have a good idea and some of the times i actually use them because they inform me about stories that i maybe didn't know about or or aspects of a story like hey if you do this don't forget to talk about this right like that type of thing stuff that i might have overlooked had i not gotten that message um as far as like that type of story like i'll definitely look into it n- now um mm-hmm. because i'm always open like the door is literally never closed on suggestions for rcr stories Be- i'm just for the most part trying to get a lot of the really obvious ones out of the way or not out of the way because it makes it sound like i don't enjoy doing them i do really enjoy doing them um the only drawback is that they take a long time to write because i'm looking for a way to tell the story that Makes it a little bit different. It like my preference is to filter it through a person, like find a central figure in the story and just like make them okay. I'm trying to do that like narrative approach, but sometimes you can't do that. So sometimes you got to filter it through a car, or sometimes you have to filter it through a lineage of people. Like for the Isle of Man TT, um, I couldn't, it would have been like four hours long if I just told the whole story of the race. So I had to go through here, let me tell the story through like legends of each era of the race like mm. this is the racer who defined this era these are the ones who define this one and this one until we're in the present day and uh that still ended up being like close to two hours or some crazy number yeah. and it's for the next one which i plan to have out by the end of june it took me a while to find a person to sort yeah. of get it started and the funny thing is is that like the person i'm like yes i finally found a person to filter the story through so i start writing it and immediately the minute i get to like the next page of the story he's dead Uh, so like the person that i was going to use to carry it through for about like at least the first two chapters is dead like midway into the first chapter Mm -hmm. so now it's but at least i got that in the door so that this person can kind of uh, hand off the baton to the next person Mm -hmm. and then to the next um concept so that then it it kind of extrapolates from there to where it's not so much more about cars or about a person it becomes about the cars and about the concepts and then all of it sort of it's not necessarily necessary from a narrative standpoint it's necessary from an organizational standpoint Mm -hmm. because I need that foot in the door for like a person mm-hmm. to get the story started and then from there it could be about the concept it's just right. i need a window in there somewhere mm-hmm. so yeah um but yeah i will mm-hmm. definitely like look into that that's an interesting um i assume or else you wouldn't be suggesting it so thank you for the question and for the donation
1: okay trying to find my place here. On <quieras elander> Sean O'Neill. Sean O'Neill says, I've been a huge fan for years. Specifically, where do you guys find all the research and technical details of cars for reviews and stories? And the answer is Wikipedia, Edmonds, and other sources, as well as the owner. Uh, giving us details and also the manual yeah uh, most of when it comes to a car review because we do we rarely do new cars it's all been done like motor week all those old i'm glad they put all the old motor week stuff online that's given me plenty of information yeah but again for us it's not really about the technical aspects of the car it's about what it's like to live with and where it where it it's in a cultural context, yeah. Um, so I know it's weird to say Wikipedia, but yo, it's not exactly. I don't have to cite my sources on these things, yeah. yeah
0: Which again, you great. know, some people <laughs> have issues Wikipedia with
1: Wikipedia is not a source, it doesn't count on your bibliography. Well, I mean, like if something sounds
0: suspect, like obviously, like yeah, we, we have writing, thing. Yeah, the, the, weeks, uh, yeah, yeah. And so I looked it up and uh, was like triple checking, like three or uh, like three different places to try to make sure that like all the numbers and years aligned for like this thing or that thing. And so it's just, um or the fact that um for the Sebring review, uh, yeah. it was my brother's girlfriend's car and neither of them know anything about cars. So they didn't really have like engine information to give me. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of just us uh finding everything out on our own like looking at the engine figuring out like okay this is what it is this is what um it's it's a game of exclusion i guess and um yeah it's a process like i i we were talking about this in nashville where it's kind of like less automotive journalists more automotive satirists yeah in the sense that you know yes information is important but we're not really out here trying to educate people.
1: (laughs) Um, not, not in the trust. We're talking about American modernism.
0: Yeah. We're not trying to educate people in the sense of like, if you don't know about cars, you're going to learn about cars here. Right. Um, it's, entering which is not to say that this isn't friendly to people who don't know about cars like we want to be accessible or we like being accessible to people yeah but within a certain frame of reference you can only be so accessible if you don't have a certain framework of knowledge already and which is not to say that like either of us are necessarily um super experts of anything because we like admitted on the art fight podcast like we're not necessarily like geniuses or anything right. when it comes like to- when
1: i was doing color correcting earlier today on uh, a future rcr review i was listening to a taped lecture well, a videoed lecture lecture of someone talking about renoir yeah. and uh, and of course grand illusion came up and they were talking about the feet washing scene that i f- totally forgot about there's a scene where uh board is having his uh feet washed and the important thing about it is that they were having a conversation about something else while this very biblically significant scene was happening between two people of separate classes, thus bringing the two uh, classes together within a, uh, uh, military prison camp and the dissolving of boundaries uh, between people's worlds. So that's really is what interests me. But, uh, I was making a video about cars. Yeah, because I maybe I should just talk about I I should I haven't made a RCR journal in a while yeah and that's something that's been overdue just to go somewhere and just write um now largely it would just be concerned about hey I'm lonely come hang out with me but I don't want to talk about cars not one word yeah and that's the weird thing now that I can't live as Mr Regular I'm Brian. But. And uh, Farah talked about this as well, like outside of this YouTube thing, uh, we don't really talk about cars at all, Yeah, which is weird because before we used to. And now it's like, well, this is work. Am I burned out? No, Um, thankfully, because we only do one video a week. Um, Yeah, we're not bowing to the algorithm and trying to kick out videos all the time. Yeah, that's that's how you burn yourself out
0: and it's you you have to remain in a place where you enjoy what you do right um because i i really enjoy getting to do this and getting to write with you like every week and but i also enjoy the times where we don't talk about cars at all like the the first movies movies, the first hour of this podcast i don't think we brought up cars once outside of like the the crashing thing and i really liked you know that that was a blast for me i don't know if it made great listening material Mm -hmm. but it's also that thing of being able to separate, and it's true with like any job that anybody could possibly have, is you have you can't take work home with
1: you. Are they doing another Blade Runner?
0: I don't know. Oh. Um, I'm guessing not. Okay. I haven't read anything about it. What I do know is that the director of 2049, Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> I, I just always have to say it like yeah. that. Um, but it's he's doing uh the new Dune um or the remake okay and he's got like an all-star fuck this up (laughs) he's got an all-star lineup on that thing of names that i can't remember right now but just trust me that thing is going to be insane and um
1: i want it to be really confusing i want it to be pretentious as hell yeah i know i'm quoting the critic again
0: well yeah (laughs) but but that's that's all of villeneuve's uh filmography outside of um not passengers. What was the one with Hugh Jackman and uh. it was his, someone in the comments will get me on that. It's about uh, like Jackman's kid goes missing. Um, Prisoners. I want to say it's called. Um, it, that was a really good movie, and it for, followed a very uh, yeah. Prisoners. There you go. It yeah. followed a very traditionally uh, traditional narrative structure, whereas like the rest of Villeneuve's movies, like Arrival, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, um, they're all more quiet. They're all more. Um, accused of being uh, uh of being pretentious and up their own ass <laughs> and i'm like well no because this is a master craftsman he's yeah. crafting, like he's crafting these stories in a way that are now granted both of these films are like adaptations and now dune is going to be an adaptation depending on if you consider right. the sequel to blade runner to be an adaptation it's just a, a spin-off of like something that came before it's fine mm-hmm uh but like Arrival was an adaptation of a short story but like Villeneuve's technique took it to a point where I mean that short story I would think would be unfilmable mm. if you if you described it to me and uh because it's a lady who like aliens come down there's they don't speak our language so right. you have to get like a a, a Speech or a language like expert uh-huh. in to sort of decipher things, but then there's like this massive um shift in the narrative, like three quarters of the way through. That or not even three, but qu- it's like towards the end that completely changes. Like, the first thing once Arrival was done, the first thing I wanted to do was rewatch it. Mm. Like, it's that type of movie, it's not like a twist. Mm-hmm. it's just something that reorients how you look at the movie and i didn't there are like just certain things that he does and i wouldn't have thought to do so mm-hmm. it's um uh, yeah i don't know
1: i gotta watch like uh the big short again because we were talking about noir again yeah about the possible rcr film but yeah. it wouldn't it, i mean cars would play a part but it really wouldn't have anything to do with yeah it. um this is way way past ivan ivan verlene's uh ideas for rcr but i thought more about like the structure of writing uh, we were just it, nothing's written down yet but it's the idea first you have to write a screenplay like oh, we're yeah. gonna make a movie who should star in it that's not oh i got a friend who's an actor you don't even think that way. not write the whole thing out in a screenplay if you can do that then you can start talking about like filming locations again, please. Everybody watch American movie, that is yeah.
2: so good.
1: <laughs> um, I, I've been ignoring you guys for a little bit. Uh, PM Meddling 2293, uh, 1970 or 1980s Mercedes Benz SL, the official car of any bad guy in those movies. It's like, uh, um, the Eddie Murphy movie, uh, chain and the Eddie Murphy and um, um, Ghostbusters, uh. Um. Oh, Skull Vodka. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan akroyd Took me a second. Is that trading places, changing places. Yeah, I think so. The the one with For the, the uh, stock market. Yeah, yeah. Like bad guys, like those type of bad guys. I mean, there's Rolls Royces in that movie, but yeah, it's a bad. It's it's a bad rich guy trope car. That's <laughs> what that car is. i got to remember that if we ever get one of those SLs. I yeah. mean, they are cool, classy cars. They're slow as fuck. Um. But <laughs> they're like that one gag from the second uh, uh, Ace Ventura movie where he says, let me guess, you're the Monopoly guy. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that. It's cars from the Monopoly guy. Wreck. Uh, Thank you for your generous donation. John Wick 3. Oh, yeah. I had a Mustang about that. Yeah. Like in the very first movie, the car wrecked was like the sweet Mustang. Oh. So, yeah. Um uh nick pollay no question but thank you for 99 cents thank you very much thank you for supporting rcr iced ink good to see you again i got a nice chevy tracker from my mechanic last week for 800 it runs it drives everything works see when i see runs and drives i mean the second when i hear w- runs and drives in a craigslist ad i think runs and drives until it overheats yeah like like that one car we did in Nashville, it ran and drive, it ran and drove until it overheated. Yeah. So you can run and drive it around until it gets hot. So, I forgot to
0: ask you: Are we still doing that? Yeah, we're like, still doing. Like that. with what we have, though. Well, what I mean.
1: happened was he just turned the he just turned the um the heater on full blast, and that gave us like another eight minutes of driving. <laughs> so that was enough to get some more film in, and I think we got some drone shots too. So um, we're definitely doing it um it's got three hundred eighty thousand miles on it and hail damage damn that sounds like a burkes county car. yeah
0: oh i was terrified that that was going to happen again today yeah. I'm just like as i'm sitting in my car and i texted you like i'm waiting for this to die down before i get going because i was at the staples yeah. waiting for just the rain because it were sheets you couldn't see a thing mm-hmm. i'm like how how angry would i be right now if it started hailing mm. and i'm immediately looking for like what's a, a sort of
1: awning that yeah I can po-
0: drive to when i was
1: driving through port clinton earlier today i saw cars parked under trees yeah people were yeah um can attest to the car's forgettableness the mechanic actually forgot she was selling it <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a oh, good story that is thank you i think thank Nick you so Pillay, again no question but thank you for your donation thank you oh eric petterson is here somewhere he just he says uh sorry i skip your question eric Uh, in the regular chat he says uh, i wish i could i have to do the podcast sometime uh i don't know if i'd have anything interesting to say that's fine because neither do we i just drink until i'm funny (laughs) um and uh congratulations eric on getting married hey cheers uh brian silverman says what is the state of patreon is it still the best way to support the channel yes it is love the videos and keep up the great work yeah we have um Thanks to everybody who donates to Patreon. Um, the goal is, is pretty much Patreon is our travel budget. Uh, when we go, that's why we don't travel all the time. We just wait for that to build up and then we go on a grand trip. Next is um, Toronto. Toronto. And then we have to decide uh, between Germany or Australia. Uh, well, yeah, my vote is
0: Australia just because. Um... Fine. Yeah, well, that's just me personally um, because there were a lot of people who were disappointed last time when All we right. went to New Zealand and didn't go there. Now, granted, I don't know if by saying this I'm upsetting a lot of, like, no. German people, but um, <laughs> who want to... The and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's... um. Oh, and then also you're doing um, uh, HR3 or Harris Hill 3, or, or, Yeah,
1: or... Yeah, that's yeah, I am doing uh, so, San so. Marcos, but that's a solo mission me to get over my fear of being on a racetrack. Nice. I will review one car when it's there. It probably is going to be an NB Miata because that's um, the only one we haven't done yet. Um, all right. So it's settled. Next international trip will be Australia. Autobahn, that was easy.
0: Nürburgring. No, there, Nürburgring, there are just people yeah, but, who are mentioning in the regular chat. Right. Now everybody in things. Germany
1: is like, come <laughs> here. I We will come to Germany. It was one or the other. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do Australia. Oh, we'll have to pick a day. We're not going to do Australia this winter. This winter will be Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, the <laughs> winter after that... It's. it's... I, I said I was going to go back to New Zealand in 2021. Wait, let me count. This winter will be 2020. Yeah. And then if we do the winter after that... that's. That's 2021. So I would be skipping New Zealand for a third time. Well, See, th- if I go back to New Zealand on my own, the whole plan is that I like Andrew, like well, I will give Andrew Lamb money and he will buy a motorcycle for me. <laughs> and so my trip, it would be around New Zealand with just a motorcycle. Now that's predicated on the Johnsons finishing their house bus on time. Ah. Now, right now, the Johnsons are in the Gold Coast in Australia partying, not working on the van, (laughs) not working on the bus. So who knows? Um, It depends on the state. Like if it comes to the point of us doing two separate trips um, during that time, I would have to revamp the Patreon and say, look, the trips are coming hard and fast now. Yeah. Here are our goals. Can you help us? Uh, do simultaneously, uh, 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 Australia, New Zealand, like this is just me spitballing. I, we could do Australia and I could send you home with all the gear and I go from Australia to New Zealand Yeah, and then I stay there for like another few weeks and then go home. Yeah. That would be the most cost effective thing to do. Yeah, it would. And now, I through, would I be homesick after doing Australia for a little bit and then the yeah, nahs get into my head too much? <laughs> Although, Australia and New Zealand, not the same place. I mean, my thing who is who knows? I mean, we'll figure
0: yeah, it out. Yeah. It's just that, like, I've been really enjoying, like, these shorter trips, like these four or five day trips. Yeah. Because I, and it, this has nothing to do with, well, okay, it has a little to do with, like, all the stuff that happened back here while I was gone in New Zealand, where I kind of feel that. It's not so much homesickness, but, like, that worry of, you know, I don't want things to change too much without me, I guess. Not even necessarily that. It's just, like, you know, when I was gone, my grandma died. And it's, like, you don't necessarily, like, that's not on this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just something, like, my mom told me to go. Like, this is your job. You have to do it and uh she would understand but it's that thing of not wanting to um i don't know i love my family like a lot Uh, and so it's really hard to be away for them yeah and and and, which is hilarious because like my big dream is going on survivor so i would Mm -hmm. technically be away from them for like if i at best like 40 days Mm -hmm. and that's just one of those strange things of um one of the big reasons is like, if I can do survivor, I can literally do anything in the Mm. world. Like, and, and as someone who's always had anxiety, which, I mean, I don't even know if they would necessarily take me if I just because of that, but it's just something that I've always wanted to do. And, um, I don't even think I'd win, but I would want to do it. So, eh.
2: yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) So I guess the question is how long do we stay in Australia? How many cars do we do?
0: I mean, we can, at a the half, very
1: least we ought to, we got to do four. Yeah. Week, we got week to get a, a half month in Australia that. is fine. Like, um, Man. as long as, it, I mean, that'd be easy to, uh, if, two days worth of filming and the rest stuff.
0: Yeah. Even if like you want to spread it out a little more across like 10 days that we would be there where you're getting like, um, all right, shoot two car day break. Yeah. Two car day break. Break. Yeah. And then just do that for like across yeah. 10 days so that you, for one, like we're not losing our minds um, yeah. from logistics. Yeah. And then if something goes wrong, it rolls over to another day right. um, because we have those free days that if for whatever reason we need to use them, right. You know, it's, uh,
1: you know, it's, it's just, it's there. We don't know? have an Australian fixer. Technically we do. Andrew lamb wanted to do it. Yeah. Because he's from Melbourne, so he would know the lay of the land. Yeah, Um, I don't want to inconvenience him, uh, and asking him to take time away from his company to just hang out with us.
0: If if she still lived in Australia, I I would be like Angela. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Like, uh, would you mind showing us around? (laughs) Even though, like, I she's like the most busy person Mm. in the universe like she's producing and directing and doing all this other stuff like i don't even think she would have time to like high five me on the side of the road right but it's a nice thing to think about when you're putting your head to your pillow so (laughs) helps me sleep easier the idea Uh. that yeah eh. but eh, things i I just think the only thing uh, with the trips coming hot, hot and heavy all I think you need to do is just promote the patreon more than we do right so if we just put out like a patreon video of like hey
1: it's just here's awesome. our trip here's <laughs> where we're going if you want to you help know, out great if not we still love you
0: yeah and one of the goals and like i said like if you want one of the goals to be like something where um nicer uh podcasting equipment like just something like i know we which, got
1: this new mixer which is pretty good
0: that's great and but i mean like just something along the lines of um well i don't know how i'm not a tech savvy person but something that mics
1: are fine the booms are fine i hate this well me sitting on this uh futon isn't that great but i'm at limited space in this apartment so um yeah we'll figure it out yeah it's, it's things to figure out uh Wookie Automoto TV says I am driving the NASCAR hauler to Pennsylvania tonight going to catch up finally on the last two podcasts while going down the road. Here's some beer money. Thank you Wookie. Hey. I think this is the new guy from before who's can't remember your original name. I think you changed it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um a guy corrected me says John Wick does have smartphones. In the first and second John, John tries to watch videos on his w- of his wife on a smartphone. Uh. Hmm. Got that. Rachel Varga, no questions, but thank you for one euro. Matthew Churchard says, What regular car would John Wick deliver his greased hair justice? His greased hair justice from best. He looks like a That's Volvo cool. 240 guy to me. Uh, please. Girl, my girlfriend Hannah loves you guys probably more than she loves me, but it's okay, but it's okay. Arr, emoji and laughing with tears, emoji. Um, a regular car, like everything, everything John does is to the extreme. There is no regular in his life. No, I suppose. Let's see. He doesn't really. The funny thing is I had this moment in the movie where of like it's just Crown Vic taxi cabs he gets into and the one taxi cab he does get into is a fucking checker <laughs> really no you you got to hit me over the blunt end that this is a neo noir film really right <laughs> really checker cab all right and how many people are employed in the murder industry in New York that he just keeps handing these special coins to people? Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a pleasure, Mister Wick. Yes, uh, oh, Mister Wick. Oh, Mister Wick. Yes, Mister Wick. Mr. Wick. Uh, John Wick Three. He gets greeted and walks through doors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just goes into McDonald's because he needs like a Mr. drink or Wick. something. So, Mister Wick. <laughs> he's just like, here, you promised me passage yeah. in this McDonald's bathroom
1: yeah <laughs> uh thank thank you, thank you major churchard uh a regular car that he just beats everything out of well technically the checker cab that shows up in uh what's more regular than a taxi cab that shows up in John Wick 3 would be a regular car he doesn't steal no it's a movie he doesn't steal any cars Throughout any of the movies, he doesn't steal any vehicles apart from, from the motorcycle. Well, that was uh, ridden by a bad guy. Yeah. Well, so everything technically... he does is like justified.
0: Yeah, and the, the horse presumably belongs to somebody.
1: Horse. Okay. But I mean,
0: it's not like I don't know. It it meh. not a car. That, that is that is true.
1: Um, let's see. I stink says, also glad to see y'all survive Mother Nature's fortnight long beaches. Yeah. What does that word mean? B double E J.
0: Oh, like blowjobs.
1: Okay. Beach. I'm sleeping in my tornado shelter here in Dallas, Fort Worth. It's been crazy here. Well, wow, your tornado shelter has Wi Fi, or wow. at least you're getting a, a signal and you have unlimited data. Very Thank nice. Thank you. Well, stay safe, I stink. You know, stay safe. What does that mean? Well,
0: in the event that like we get a tornado warning that we get to some place that's safe. Although
1: when you say stay say safe, stay safe, stay safe to someone else. I always want to be that dick and and say to my aunt, how
0: <laughs> or as opposed to what? It's like,
1: yeah, you know, it's I which- get what you mean. I am thinking about you. I care about you. That is a that is a correct thing to say i care about you i care about you too yeah i will preserve my livelihood for your sake so we can continue talking about people who died
0: yeah <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's a good line yeah. the, the, the the thing about it is that if a tornado comes like i don't have anywhere to go like i'm boned anyway so mm. valhalla um, Yeah, I don't have a basement. I don't have, uh, you know, I'm sure that if I went online and they mentioned, like, how to survive a tornado for people who don't have basements or shelters, like, I would find something nice. Buy on a ditch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like Don't hide under your car, though. That's bad times.
1: Mm. Fred E. doesn't have a question, but thank you for the dollar. Oh, Tony Richardson is in the chat. This was an old one for you. Get me a push-up pop. I don't know what (laughs) they were talking about. They were talking about ice cream. Oh, yeah, Tony, next time you're here, we're going to Heisler's.
0: Push-up pops are fantastic. I haven't had one in 20 Mm -hmm. years,
1: and now I want one. Tedman O'Hara says, ever have the Port Clinton in burger? I have never been to the Port Clinton Hotel. We drive past it all All the the time. time. Supposedly, the burgers are good. Yeah. I don't know how late it's open. To- I'm the- kind of drunk right now. I kind of want one.
0: <laughs> the thing that I kind of want, always wanted, but they're never open, is that little diner uh, when you're leaving Port Clinton. And they're always like promoting like apple, cinnamon, French toast. Oh, and yeah. They're, always, you the- know.
1: they're like our diner. They close for lunch. Yeah. Like all they do is breakfast. It's yeah. like breakfast and lunch. And then they close at like two or
0: three. Yeah, they close at like 2 p.m.
1: And, you know, it's... It's good. It's better than the Mannheim. Mm. Mm. Uh But... It's uh well it's I, I suppose it's like former getting breakfast at the at the uh, West Reading diner
0: yeah, yeah like that type of thing
1: um trucker breakfast type thing trucker breakfast type thing shit on a shingle yeah eggs over easy every cream Tom Waits song yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I can never get down with cream chip beef oh I love it that's I, I mean maybe it's a a, a provincial thing mm-hmm. based on where you were raised. Like a
1: more city-based. Oh, I love it on toast. Mm. So bad for you. Dodger (laughs) of Zion. Thank you for your donation. What you said about old men at the gym is true of women, too. So many naked boomer women who talk and talk and talk and never get dressed. Oh, it's true. Really? Man. (laughs) What was that one moment from Lilith Fair in the 90s where some girl pulled out her tampon and threw it into the audience? Mm. I forget what I thought that was pretty cool, man. But yeah, so women. I wish I had a better analogy for old tits than two plastic grocery bags filled with cooking oil. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, family guy had a pretty down pat with the, like fried eggs on a like hanging from a doornail like type thing. Although, you know, it's the same type of thing that you can apply to like old balls. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Usually, it's you know, shriveled grapes inside I had a of conversation dress with like sock. two
1: different people at the gym who know me for doing regular car reviews, and they were men in their 50s. They had their shirts on, they had their socks on, no underwear, no pants. Damn, just having that conversation, and I'm averting my eyes like I'm looking at God in a Monty Python movie, <laughs> Bob s e k 20 forget what the, that currency is here have some swedish money why because volvo i have a fan who gave me a because volvo uh key ring over here and i i i have it and i can't really give it away unless i give it away to someone who has a volvo i guess i could give it to um wait oh, a minute i we... have the same keychain too did he give one to both of us it was a she oh it was was that from uk no i think no. this was the southern stab no
0: this is a wait no i'm thinking of someone else never mind all right uh that that one was uh best volvo
1: okay um huh. interesting anyway uh thank you so much for swedish money bob Uh, Wyatt B., thank you for your generous donation. Thank you. My two friends and I have this funny idea of getting a four-door Chrysler C-body and driving it around Detroit, no more than two per car. Uh, What? Just as an exercise in American excess and hilarity, the car can fit up to eight. Oh, Chrysler C-bodies? I don't even know what C-bodies are. They can fit eight people? I guess like the new Pacifica things? Let's see uh chrysler seabody someone in the who let's see who figures it out first yeah. nick or the chat what a chrysler seabody is chrysler C
0: Body. well i forgot to turn on the
1: internet there we go internet a eh? mod, mod a eh? boris ts carl hey again thank you for good to see you again uh please grant us today our daily <laughs> brown people like <laughs> <laughs> there are times i want a graffiti bath- bathrooms that just write write the word brown in very clear and bold serif font
0: so the crisis sleep the c platform was the basis for rear wheel drive full-size cars from 1965 to 78
1: okay yeah the challenge challengers yeah nice nice um do 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 henry says oh fuck me had to be a colorado and driven poorly yeah henry yeah i guess i would laugh louder if it was a uh, mazda ranger but yeah dem and uh dem and freedom now doesn't have a question but thank you for your uh oh
0: whack weber my c is a 69 newport convertible nice sweet
1: and not because of the 69 part just nice Dan Jan K, $2 Canadian. Thank you so much. Are you thinking about coming to Toronto, Canada? Yes, we will be in Toronto, Canada over your civic holiday. There will be an RCR meet. Yes. Uh, No details as of yet, but it's going to be June in a week, which leaves us too much to finish planning. I have to talk to Ivan more, which means I have to talk about what the, the deal with the fairgrounds is because Ivan said he found an alternative to the fairgrounds if that doesn't work. So... I have to get up with those guys who run that racing school to find out look did you find out if we have to pay this fairgrounds or not yeah Uh, brooks young uh would would y'all review more animals i had this plan of of reviewing justin kramer's corgi dog (laughs) and just had and the review would just be called small dog (laughs) um but that was two years ago and it never happened and we did a horse we did a sheep logical
0: progression
1: you know yeah i
0: mean i would love to do a pig pig eh? yeah i i mean you know
1: pigs uh, eat their own shit.
0: i mean what animal doesn't at some point <laughs> all right it's it, well i mean no dogs do too but it only if like they have a food. vitamin deficiency because uh, I, I guess it's kind of a, a response to lack of nutrient. i I read this in a book once when I got my dog when I was 10. I got this book on beagles that was kind of just, I don't know. I read it on the can. So nice. Yeah.
1: I like dogs for about 10 minutes. And I'm oh, done with them. I love I'm dogs. I'm more of a cat person.
0: I can't be a cat person. I'm allergic. Uh, Although, I mean, I'm I sab- allergic
1: too, but only after a while.
0: Yeah. As long as I don't touch any of my mucous
1: membranes, I'm good. There you go. Let's see. Where was I?
0: And then uh someone there asked how uh to do uh, get our car reviewed once again, regular right on car reviews at gmail.com, uh make year make model, name state city. Uh and yeah, if we get around to being in your area, you
1: know, maybe we'll hit you up. Yeah, uh, I, I as long as you're formatted correctly, I save the email.
0: Yeah, there's a whole video that should be in the description here, I guess, maybe about how to format a video or if not just type I'll in you I should tweet that one again yeah of how to submit a car to regular car reviews mm-hmm. um it'll guide you through the whole process
1: uh, <laughs> Ziggy 3883 long time listener first time stand eruptor stand upper thank you for all the content that gets me through the night shift oh night shift love that song by the Commodores amazing loving the rcr stories thank you um thank you so much and thank you for your donation you're what keeps this channel going wreck <laughs> again good to see you Rec. thank you for your generous donation good way to socialize now is geeky hobby stores See, I don't really have any hobbies like if i had money hobby i'd just keep buying like small displacement motorcycles and fixing them also been interested in the first generation Osmobile Aurora. I still regret buying those Aurora branded golf balls. Maybe they're still there at that antique store. Always thought it was an interesting, if not underpowered alternative to this tour show. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, it's a general motors. I don't even know what Aurora's based off. We still have to do one. And my whole thing with the Aurora is it was like brand marketing in the original X-Files movie in the nineties. Ah, it's a space AIDS car is one of the last Oldsmobile's made. That was yeah, a- I love the Oldsmobile Aurora. I love the movie
0: soundtrack for that, <laughs> the, uh, the, the original X-Files movie.
1: I was so upset in that movie that Scully was unconscious when the spaceship flew overhead, mm. and Mulder just says, you got to see this. <laughs> Angry Clown 1990 again. Thank you for your donation. Uh, another question for Roman. Sorry, Mr. R., uh nope oh, skip to the bottom
0: i'm also screenshotting some regular chat questions to that i did, did find interesting i guess um just in the interest of having more people be heard uh without you know oh uh sorry do you enjoy pro wrestling i enjoy a local brand that puts on great shows are there any near you um there's literally an ad for like a pro wrestling show every other week uh, somewhere, uh, whether it's on a telephone pole or in <laughs> the window of the sports shop at the Berkshire Mall, um, it's like I'm always going to love pro wrestling. It's one of those things that I just can't. I'm getting to the point where I can't watch WWE anymore. Um, the product is unconscionably bad. Um, I can't remember a time in the history of my viewership that it's ever been this bad and completely unwatchable to the point where I don't even check out the highlights on YouTube anymore like it is an unsalvageable product which is weird to me because the talent is better than it's ever been um I don't think they've ever had a roster full of people this good um but as long as Vince McMahon McMahon is in charge and as long as it's all being filtered through the mind of like a 70 some year old guy who is very anal retentive and obsessive compulsive. And
1: and as Brendan Schraub would say, juiced to tits.
0: Absolutely. I don't know how he's still alive, but he's just uh, considering how little sleep he gets and the sort of lifestyle he lives and the age that he currently is. But it's that thing of where I'm, the wrestling that I watch is all other things. It's all, like, it'll be, like, New Japan. It'll be AEW. It'll be, um, like, Double or Nothing was possibly... It's a more satisfying pay-per-view than anything I've seen in years. And it was just a complete blast, and I'm so glad that I saw it. And then, like, the summer, you know, New Japan has the G1 coming up. Like, the G1 is freaking awesome. It's like, you know, the playoffs of professional wrestling it's like a round robin tournament it's great stuff and but yeah it's just really hard to enjoy like the mainstream like wwe stuff um at a local level i just never get around to the shows because i don't know like i've never really craved the live experience i've been a bunch of times uh but it's just something that i never necessarily um get around to Mm. and I mean, I'm maybe one of these days, uh, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a pro wrestler and I wanted to, I was, as a teenager, I was like looking into wrestling schools.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but it's because... The, uh, the, well, there's a
1: bit in your family.
0: Yeah. The Wild Samoans run a wrestling school in Allentown and that was uh, produced some like legends. Um, and yeah, and my grandfather used to be a pro wrestler in Puerto Rico. El Lobo, the mm-hmm. wolf. And so it's just one of those things of just, remembering um what it was like to be that into something as a kid
1: i never was into it i mean in the 80s it was everywhere
0: yeah so
1: so i knew the wrestlers names then and even then i I was telling you when we were when we were riding the other day uh when i was up hiking and i i was searching for sticks in the woods and i found a few sticks and i'm coming out of the woods Back to the shelter at Bake Oven Knob, and half of me just wanted to come out of the w- woods like this, emerging <laughs> like the bushwhackers. Yeah. <laughs> I just found that entire thing preposterous because the walk to the ring is a while. Yeah. And to just keep doing <laughs> keep this the whole way. <laughs> I mean, if you want a meme, just keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's the dumbest walk. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's not how you clear bushes out of the way if no. you're off trail and it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> but but in my later life, I've learned to appreciate pro wrestling because all it is is live action Dragon Ball Z. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um hey, uh did you see the news thing about the uh, Renault and Fiat Chrysler merger? Because they mentioned it in the um, regular no. chat, and somehow this completely dro- went past my radar. And I'm th- and the top like news article is FCA Renault mer- mega merger is born of desperation. Uh, That's every FCA yeah, merger. mega merger. <laughs> like, is that not what it's been for nigh on twenty years yeah. now, or ten? I, I don't know how many years. Uh, all I know is that it's something that is always going to be an issue because being acquired by somebody is not the be-all and end-all of fixing all your problems right if you have rot like if the foundation is is boned like you got to start from the bottom and work your way
1: up your dodge division is fine you have stretched that mercedes class as far as it goes people still want challengers and supposedly the 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 pacifica now is okay yeah we have not done a lot of modern chrysler products at all no no because it's there's no it's not an enthusiast car there's like well yeah challengers right and but like mopar stuff has been but like i want a chrysler 200. But I don't know anybody who buys a Chrysler 200 that has a sense of humor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that console wars mentality of that. And we mentioned this in a review once of like as when you're a kid, you pick your system. Yeah. Knowing that you're not going to get another chance to pick again because your parents don't have unlimited money. Mm-hmm. So when you buy like a Fiat Chrysler like product. Uh uh-huh you're essentially like yoking your yeah. identity to that mm-hmm. to where it's like, why would you have a sense of humor about it? Yeah. It's like, it, you have to hear it from enough people already about how the product or the company is in a perpetual state of like distress, but that doesn't mean that's ha- how it has to be all the time. Mm. But then I don't think a merger with Renault is going to be the answer either.
1: Right. Until, and so until you get, until people want to, again, this is an Iacocca line. You got to build a small car that Americans want to buy. And yeah. And they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to fully concentrate on fleet vehicles, fine. Their trucks will always sell and the Jeeps will always sell. Yeah. The Jeep is like the Kobe Bryant of their lineup. Mm. Chris Kalowski, uh, too. Uh, super chats from him. No questions, but thank you so much. Hans Everin doesn't have a question, but thank you so much as well. Tony uh, Tony Airlines is bumping in and out of the regular chat. Good to see you again, Tony. <laughs> I Forget what we were talking about earlier on Telegram. Oh yeah, Tony Airlines uh, bought a Honda Beat and or Tony Richardson as he appears in the chat. Uh, he bought a Honda Beat. Uh, right now it's draining its battery because I think the taillights keep staying on and uh i was talking to him the um what i haven't looked at this car and his car is all the way in lawrenceville new jersey so whatever but um the brake pedal the switches on brake pedals are reverse switches normally when you have a switch for something when you press it the active that closes the circuit and electricity flows, turning on whatever you're trying to turn on. Brake switches typically work in the opposite direction. When they're pressed in. The circuit is open, so the brake lights are off. Now, as the arm from your brake pedal goes in, it presses. Excuse me. The switch on the brake. Wait a minute. I looked at a picture. I forget which one it is. They go both. Actually, no. Most brakes, most brake switches are in front of the brake arm. And they, the button is pressed in when the brake pedal is up. And then as you press the brake pedal down, the switch releases, but it's a reverse switch so it closes mm. they work backwards is what I'm saying huh and I know this because I didn't know this until I had to install one on the Falcon because the Falcon had a traditional brake switch and we had to switch it around and put a modern one in and that was a pain in the dick to mount so and I think what people on Tony's uh, Facebook group around JDM cars and Honda beats is that it th- has a like a little rubber bumper or a washer on the on the uh on the brake pedal and that might have just fallen off which is as simple as just getting some amazing goop and that thing right back on there there now your brake lights will turn off
0: i need to stop doing finger guns
1: alex you're pretty good (laughs) um alex college says Fun, practical, reliable auto transmission car for 15 grand. Take your fucking pick, man. <laughs> Gr- uh, grand uh, or GTI, a Volkswagen GTI would be perfect, but I have Volkswagen and Aldis and don't, don't trust the reliability. I'm in a Tampa, Florida. Okay. All right. Fun and practical. You're going to get all that sort of stuff. 15 grand. You can buy nearly anything. Uh, mm. um, so a, a fun automatic well, for RCR, I so said the most fun automatic I've ever driven is this what's in Volkswagens right now. So everything else is mostly CVTs, including Su Subaru is out, Toyota's out. Um gosh. Fun and reliable, practical. Gosh. I mean, see, fun automatics are the old big torque converters like the ones in my Falcon, like an AOD or a 4R7W or or 4L60 or 4L80. But now you're talking about trucks and stuff you have to build. And when you build a car, it'll never be as reliable as just a factory uh, thing you just crap out. Uh, Fun, reliable an automatic tj jeep maybe but tampa traffic which means you're gonna have to have a big air conditioning condenser in there um uh, dude you know you're not gonna get fun you know for 15 grand fun and reliable isn't ha- isn't happening because fun means there has to have a sense of weirdness about it you don't need all-wheel drive because that's florida yeah no. um you can do burnouts, I guess, and be like the rest of the Florida douchebags.
0: Someone says Mazda 3.
1: Yeah, well, okay. The automatics in them may be automated manuals because it's Fomoco, Ford Motor Company. An automatic one of a Mazda 3. I don't recommend an automatic Mazda 3 mm. in, any, in any case. Um, <laughs> fun. An old Toyota Tercel with an auto in it. You'll have fun driving that. Yeah. Air conditioning optional
0: but if reliable is also in right Venn diagram
1: it's like you're asking a lot you you're a asking cheap, a lot out. fast um
0: reliable but you can only pick two <laughs> you know it's that type of thing
1: see if you're commuting in that the air conditioner is the stability of that air conditioner is priority one the mercury marauder Taurus show uh 1.9 td Taurus show that's something Man, yeah, Charger RT. Can you get one for 15 grand? I don't know. That's a thing. I'm telling you, a Camry, man. Suck it up. Get a Camry for $9,000 and buy a Miata with the rest. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian Silverman. Hey, Brian. Uh, can I donate to the Harold Slavinsky Memorial Fund? Yeah, you can, but it's going to get looped into my travel budget because Harold <laughs> Slavinsky will never come back. Yeah. I mean, the, it, it's just too uh just too small
0: he's too niche of a character right for people to really understand yeah. and it's it's not the same as like stan the man who will also never return because right. he's best used just that one time right and it, it, that's a thing of when there's a character you have to be careful with it because right. they can easily become the whole thing right and the last thing you want is like if a character gets over that that's suddenly the only thing people want to see mm-hmm. or if they think that's the, i don't know yeah it's, it's nice to pepper them in there somewhere
1: right cameron autobaron Aubrenon, cameron Aubrenon. thank you for your donation oh hello cameron
0: uh, yes I,
1: i'm facebook friends oh, oh. wonderful Hello. Will either of you be visiting the national Corvette museum on its 25th anniversary in late August? Uh, we have no plans. I'll be down there for a story about the anniversary on, for the Corvette Corvette forum it would be cool to meet you guys late August. Uh, we don't have our August, the Corvette national Corvette museum, I think is in the middle of nowhere. Is, is it? Bowling green. Huh? It's in Kentucky or somewhere. I remember passing by it in the Yugo when uh, Justin Lose and I were doing the lemons rally. Hmm. Um, I don't want to drive all that way. No, no fly all that way, but I, um, our Corvettes are good. (laughs) They've been around. Oh, it's the 25th anniversary of the museum for a second there. Uh, I don't know. Anything's possible send us an email that's the best way to remind me miles e thank you for two dollars any book recommendations for someone who likes charles bukowski and hunter s thompson oh um there's another guy um oh boys on the bus uh it's the book is called boys on the bus um and it's about uh uh the national press corps uh for uh the president and i forget the name of the author but it's called boys on the bus
0: jamie pull that shit up yep boys on thank you for
1: your donation we'll get back to that uh miles uh uh, next looking into it eric muller thank you for your donation Longtime fan i have a 2012 kawasaki contours motorcycle uh i live in vermont would you be interested in reviewing it sometime uh, send me an email, year make model city state, and in the body of the email, put your phone number and a picture of the motorcycle. I, I have not been to Vermont. I've been there once because I went to Killington once. Um, it's a motorcycle I'm interested in doing. Don't know if I drive all the way to Vermont, but anything's possible. Once again, cars at gmail.com. year make model city state, and in the title of the email and in the body, put the phone number, put your phone number and a picture of the car and anything else you want to write.
0: And Boys on the Bus is by Timothy Krause. Yes, Timothy Krause. Seminal nonfiction book detailing life on the road for reporters covering the 1972 United States presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Will, thank you for your donation. Just finished my last book of high school, A Room of One's Own by Virginia. Whoa. <laughs> Would you like some water to wash down those dry crackers? <laughs> Tim's Will says it's kind of dull. What were your favorite and least favorite books of the 12th grade? My least favorite book is Of Human Bondage by Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> uh My favorite book, because I was in high school, and it's like a high school reading book, is uh, Catching the Rye, because yeah. there's the word fuck in it and you're you're pissed off in high school and this is a book about a guy getting pissed off hmm. so it's an it's an okay book to read i mean um south park said it best is that the entire book is a teenager whining about how he sucks yeah pretty but much what do you do in high school Whine about how well, everything, yeah, everything sucks. sucks like
0: it's a universally right
1: re- People now- will keep reading that book over and over again
0: exactly what's funny is that I struggle to think of a book I actually hated, but there are experiences that I didn't enjoy in high school. Like, for instance, like reading uh, Dickens. Yeah, is, has never been fun for me. Oh, I, but che- I, I
1: cheated. I uh, cheated on that. Uh, every single thing, uh, Tale of Two Cities, I cheated on. Oh, I binged. It's not through a book a Tale for of kids. Two cities. I don't
0: know why it's. I don't know why it's in there. Like, I read a Tale of Two Cities cover to cover in one week because I was going into an honors english class and didn't realize that we'd been assigned summer homework yeah so i found out like a week before that we had to like do a report on a tale of two cities or some mess i'm just like oh nuts now i gotta read this book and it's just <laughs> said with slightly less contempt mm-hmm. but um oh okay uh, a separate piece what's that about Who's um, that? what is that
1: who is that it's what's it's about?
0: basically um i don't remember the author it is uh two boys in a, quick. two boys in a boarding school um they form a friendship uh it's it's like broke back mountain in a boarding school um except i i don't think it i don't recall it getting overtly sexual like um he he sort of uh Like, one of the boys dies from, like, a spoilers for, like, a book. Um, But he gets, like, a bone marrow thing. Like, uh, he gets some sort of injury. um, And uh, uh, I don't even remember. It's like something gets into his bloodstream and he dies. And so it's this weird, like, coming-of-age story where, you know, again, it's like whoever your best friend was as a kid dies. Um, Someone mentions the pearl. That's a good pull. In the sense that i don't really care for oh um i didn't really care for middle english in uh high school because i did take a middle english class which is funny because i took one in grad school as well and i enjoyed middle english a lot more in grad school than i did in high school because which is funny because in high school you're supposed to enjoy the Canterbury tales a lot more because. I guess the books that they give you they're a bit more neutered and watered down and more uh relatable and then um and the stories are a bit more ribald and sexual and racy. Um I mean, I remember having to read Death Watch, which was a really weird pick and again, I don't remember the author. I just remember it's A story about, like, a guy who's being hunted in a desert by some other guy, and he has to find ways to survive. And it's possibly the most bizarre book that you could assign to high schoolers, and I don't know why it was assigned. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Oh, The Westing Game, but that was more of a fifth grade uh, book assignment. That was kind of a murder mystery along the veins of, like, a game of Clue and uh, yeah it's just you know i what i remember more about high school are like the short stories you know like a good man is hard to find or um or uh uh, an occurrence at owl creek bridge you know like that when you're not used to encountering twist endings in a literary sense you know you're used to seeing them in your um movies i suppose um Roman, what was your most hated lit class in college? Oh, cool. Yeah. If you didn't catch that Brian just said he thought of an RCR line and he's writing it down for uh you know, po- posterity before he forgets. Hey, we're at 69 uh, likes. Uh nice. But anyway, uh the 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 uh Oh, okay. Roman, what was your most hated lit class in college? Um oh, that's a good one. Uh I didn't really care for um anything modern like where we're reading contemporary books and i'm talking contemporary as in like the past 20 25 years um i forget the name of the professor but it was the class that like i had to read fight club in which fight club Eh. is fine uh no country for old men is fine but it's that thing of it doesn't really stimulate me i guess and i also ran into the issue of having seen the movies first and i'm a very like visual type of person for someone who loves books you know but right. it's also that thing of like you can't have your experience not be colored by the visual medium right it's like when you watch game of thrones but you read the books first or if you or if you if you read game of thrones or like a song of ice and fire after watching the show so many things are different but also you know what you've seen colors in your perceptions of I re- books.
1: i remember in middle school i read the novelization of star wars and new hope <laughs> <laughs> i remember i the... remember liking it and, but because i saw the movie like when i was like in elementary school or something like that and didn't really remember most of it and then you know then the special editions came out yeah and uh no first was the remastered which is the the biggest and one anyway
0: yeah it's it's funny in that like the novelizations had a lot of things that were different from the films themselves in that like in the novelization of return of the jedi they get more specific about how vader ended up in the suit
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, how he could feel like the lava crawling up his back and then um uh, and then they kind of allude to like luke's uncle owen actually being obi-wan kenobi's brother Huh. And until, you know, the prequels came out, there was really nothing to refute that in the yeah. canon. So it's, you know, it's, eh. mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like reading the novelization of a film actually gives you more information yeah. in a different sort of way. I mean, the novelization of anything is going to try to give you more information, mm-hmm. but yeah.
1: see, where were we here? Harold Slavinsky, Corvette Museum. Lukowski, Room of One's Own. That's probably where it was. Yeah, Steve G. Uh, thank you for ten dollars. Hey, I just replaced my two thousand one high mileage five speed Outback out out Outback out with a two thousand fourteen Forester six speed. May I submit it to you if you want to review your manual a uh, manual first gen Forester? Uh right two thousand fourteen a manual. The final manual generation Forester. Enjoy the 10 bucks for travel. Steve G, regularcarreviews at gmail.com. Your make, model, city, state in the title of the email. And in the body of the email, you put your phone number, anything else you want to write, and a photo of the car. Um, and I'll, I'll save the email as long as it's formatted correctly. Thank you so much for liking regular car reviews. And thank you for donating. Thank you. Thank you for buying one of the last uh, manual Foresters cheers i drove one of them i drove it and here's was my, my impressions i drove it down at steve Moore, subaru and leesport and i found it yeah it's a manual so what <laughs> it, it, it was very it's a large car now man and yeah you can rev it why um it didn't have that funky and fun stuff that the that the new imprezas do uh, it's just so much car, and without a turbo shoving it, uh, I mean, respect for, 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 for having a 3 pedal car. David Irwin, thank you for your donation. I just wanted to thank you for turning me on to vaporware, synthwave, and showwave. I, I feel like a dad who just discovered a genre of music from 10 years ago. Hey kids, I'm with it. I'm cool. And does the macarena, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt B. Thank you for $5. My one friend has a 1972 New Yorker brown, brown vinyl top. Our other friend wants, other friend and I want our own and have a convoy of three barges around the town. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. I like those. I'd... Maybe the Malays era cars will have their time in a sort of i can't afford any other classic car so we're buying stuff oil embargo slow ass boats. good choice man um my forklets land maya frocklets land merfolkets land merfolkets land ever driven a soviet-made car i guess if you want to split hairs or if you want to muddy hairs and smoosh them together, the Yugo is a Eastern block car made in the 80s. I've never driven a Moscovich or a Lada, but I want to. Heard the terrible. <laughs> um, thank you for your donation. Yeah, 20 Norwegian krones. Mm-hmm. Or krone? Chris Stoshak. Chris Stochage. Stochage. sto Stochas. Mulder is still driving the oh the oh shit son Mulder is still driving an Oldsmobile Aurora in the new X-Files? Well, I mean they revived
0: the series I think 2 years ago, but they only huh. did one season. I don't think there are plans for another. Uh-huh. Not entirely sure though, but um I didn't watch it, so if he was still driving mm, one
1: That'd be awesome. That would be regular driver says why is it called bake oven knob uh knob is a local regionalism for rocky outlook Mm. a knob is like i don't even it doesn't make sense it's a rocky outlook it's an it's an overlook so it's an outcropping there you go (laughs) they call it a knob dick angry (laughs) clown 1990. Decided to join your Patreon. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Top tier was sold out and had to do a custom pledge. Uh no problem. Yeah. Our top tiers have been sold out for like two years. And because uh me right me reading entire passages and making voicemails for people is very in uh very time consuming. The only way to get our uh, one the only way to get a top tier RCR Patreon is for someone else to back out of theirs. In a very supreme way, yeah. Um, But there's there's plenty of like one dollar, two dollars, or custom pledges. So thank you so much for doing that, man. You're helping us get to Australia, and later to Germany. Brian Silverman, do you guys like Tim and Eric? Yes. Other absurd, other absurdists. Yeah. Well, either Tim Heck, either Tim Heidecker or Eric Wareheim. I think Tim Heidecker is from Whitehall. So he's he? from the Lehigh Valley. Wow, I didn't know so that. So, one of the two of them are there. I think they met and they both went to Temple University and met there. That's cool. So, yeah, they're Pennsylvania. And like Jefferson in yeah. uh, Tom goes, the Mayor is clearly Lehigh Valley. Like yeah. these towns around it that are just beat to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, the, the things like garbage and waiting rooms. Mm. It, 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 it sells the whole thing. i I like jack stauber he's a youtube uh
0: and and, and a musician he um creates these really weird uh songs that are more or less jingles and they maybe last like a minute some are uh, fewer than a minute and uh they wide or they range in topic from like a girl named hamantha who has a ham for a head Mm. and she died and then you know the doctor took a bite of her head and it's just i don't know but like the songs are so catchy and it they uh, the music videos are all in like this they'll have like clay animation and they'll be done in like a vhs style that makes it seem like a, a public you know the broadcasting whatever program where mm-hmm. it's like there's a little bit of the tracking thing and it's just i don't know it's great it's fantastic jack yeah. stauber s-t-a-u-b-e-r
1: he's just great thomas paul pals um master regular can't read names thomas paul powell pals a I'm a drunk. Minute. I'm trying to find Thomas Palzadero. Why did I put a D in there? There's no D in there. Thomas Palzado. Oh, Palazzolo. There we go. There we go. Thank you for being the sober one.
0: Wait, well, I only can pronounce it because it's kind of like Kefka Palazzo. Mm. Um, Final Fantasy six VI villain. Oh. Which again didn't, didn't I, play six. He says it's okay. No one gets the name right. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I just bought my first project vehicle in 1981 BMW R35 Airhead. I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's a motorcycle. It's my first bike, and I got it running, and now I'm in love. <laughs> Do you have any experience with older BMW bikes? No. What are your opini- opinions? Not for me. Um, I the only BMW bike I rode was the uh, 1200. Uh, you know, long way round bike that you saw in RCR. Um, yeah, I I want to drive more. Uh, BMWs are I think we have a local BMW motorcycle shop in Port Clinton. Um, that is true. So it's Hermes BMW and. Um. The thing I get like BMW bikes are very much in Pennsylvania uh, bikes, uh, Overland. I don't ride a Harley. I have a BMW. I but the the funny thing about most BMW bikes that I see around here, they are filthy. And I guess it's a point of pride that people who have the BMW, uh, dual sport bikes do get them dirty as opposed to the shiny and Chrome Harley bikes and SNS powered vehicles. Mm. So my opinions I mean, I have respect for them. I think they're very well balanced. I haven't really ridden a motorcycle that I've hated. All right. Mm. that right. Was- we've reached the, we've reached the end of the super chats. It, it's funny. Like, Like the former banner on the YouTube page for RCR was a set of headers, and they were a set of headers for my least favorite motorcycle that I own, which is a Yamaha XJ 700N, which was an inline four-cylinder air-cooled carbureted bike. It was a cruiser with a sort of sports uh, sports bike S engine, but I found it uh, bland it was definitely fast it was 80 horsepower it was great for a bike especially for one from the 80s shaft drive but there was nothing to fuss over it just ran it even Mm. had self-canceling turn signals big deal in the 80s very nice my modern 2008 suzuki uh uh 650f doesn't have self-canceling turn signals Mm. most bikes don't they don't cancel the turn signals by themselves you gotta push you gotta push it back some of them don't even have to push the button in the you got to move the turn signal the turn signal button on motorcycles is this little thumb switch <laughs> you go uh um left turn signal right turn signal ah. and some of them most of them um when you press it it returns to the center and then you press it in and then it cancels it yeah. sorry i touched the mic happens. and so, but the older ones you have to physically carefully move it back to the center after you're done your turn it's like an extra task you have to do it's like one or two bikes that were like that
0: huh. i do have um, some uh, regular chat questions okay just a few um the bootleg garage asks, do you have some choice words for people who buy cars and after a week decide they don't want it anyway and try scamming that the car is bad
1: what do you mean scamming the car cars
0: scamming that the car is back like they try to pretend that something was wrong with the car and, I don't and want tr- it anymore and
1: and try tr- to get their money back from like a private seller that I imagine that's what this person means um well all sales are final you can't take it back yeah I don't like have, when you sign that title over that that is a piece of property that you now own yeah like if you want to claim a lemon law now you're talking litigation yeah like look if it's a problem with a car file a lemon law claim and usually they're too lazy and won't do it
0: well yeah it's a hill that they're not willing to die on yeah
1: you know it's
0: just something that i don't, i don't have choice words because i can hardly imagine the scenario it seems so immature. anathema to me like yeah. why would
1: it why would anyone do that <laughs> of course yeah yeah People you are never know and they're they're they treat cars like appliances mm. I don't want to do business with them in a Joey Diaz way. uh,
0: Mr. Scott J 87 talking about the, uh, terrifying nature of tornadoes mentions that one of my coworkers got out of his, I assume he means like the shelter and went in the ditch and got hit by a dumpster. Mm -hmm. Took almost a year for him to recover. Now. Now, most recommend to try to outrun it and not get out of the car. Oh, so he got out of his car because I, and I mentioned earlier, like, well, don't, you know, stay in your car and anything. And um, he mentions how he, one of his co-workers got out of his and went in the ditch and got hit by a dumpster. Took <laughs> almost a year to recover. I'm now sorry most, for
1: laughing, but dumpster. Yeah. So now you think most, you're in a metal cage. You're in a modern car that's made to withstand impacts. Yeah it's got yep. safety glass all around you you got a chance in that thing and it moves yeah and uh, well they say
0: now and most try to uh outrun it
1: those things tornadoes move at from what i understand like 30 miles an hour your car can go 100. Mm. so and you see those storm chasers all the time and like silverados and they're like driving away from the tornado as it's coming toward them <laughs> So yeah, your car has an engine, it moves, it gets out of there.
0: Uh Pika Welchmertz says, Is there an age limit to the kind of cars you will review? No. Yeah, we did that uh the, the old model
1: T yeah. shout or, out to Justin or, yeah. yeah 1925. Like it would be kind of late. we are gonna go back to the Lane Auto Museum at some point. That was a nice little motor like, museum. Rex motor Rex- museum. Rex Sorry, Rex yeah. Lane Motor Museum. Hey, Rex, can we take out that recreation of the 1893 Ford thing with the tiller in it? Does that thing move? Can we legitimately (laughs) take that thing out and go around there? That'd be neat. ( Endefast) I do say ( Kazuya) say now. ( mouse). ( Systems) (field) Like, if we do that again, I need to get a leopard. I need to get a leopard print, like strongman outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'll bring the triangular weights. I mean, I...
1: I wish Family Guy didn't do that, but yeah. it's such a fun it joke, such like a strong man guy.
0: All you really need is like the handlebar mustache oh, and a pose a like this. Yeah. Oh. Mm.
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, eat salted beef. <laughs> uh, and then I think we're... Mm. Uh. Lever and onions. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on a ninth-gen Corolla? Fun car and handles decent. That's from Kozuto98.
1: Can you reread that i was thinking about liver and onions yeah
0: what are your guys thoughts on a ninth gen corolla fun car and handles decent
1: uh i think um the real joy for those uh uh corollas are when you get the base model with the manual it's the same logic that goes into the impreza Ah. it was a corolla right not camaro yeah Corolla. corolla yeah Although the same logic applies to Camaros, I think the best Camaro you can get is the base model V6 with the manual. Mm. Not that the lt one LZ one thing isn't great. But we're talking bargain basement fun here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Tony mentions while we're talking about uh, things in the Lane Motor Museum, I want to get my hands on that seaplane on the ceiling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like. We have. On the Rolodex of people who help us, a captain, yes, and also an instructor, and also a seaplane enthusiast. So, but that would be a whole fiasco to get one of those planes down. Who knows when those planes went up to that ceiling and then just stayed there? Yeah, are like, they structurally
0: they, sound? Exactly. Hmm? Because they mention that every car in there is roadworthy in the sense that like rex just needs to go get a plate for it yeah if we wanted to take it out and so to be it's daunting to have that kind of
1: um uh uh, depth of options yeah it's huge lewis says 96 camaro wagon family car hope you got my email roman first four chords of a bridge too far for quite my work jam uh, uh, for my at work jam uh love the show we will
0: watch for years thank you so much for your support uh and for the five dollars um lewis um i think like, i i gotta think about it um yeah. uh, you girl as long as i don't die or a silly costume as long as it looks like uh, and i i know that it's like just much because i don't know that many chords so it's probably like a minor wait no it'll be like c a minor g um I don't know this is one of those things that i would really have to have like the guitar on me to really uh think through gotcha yeah uh sorry i wish i could help um i'm sure if you could use like one of those apps like songify or something along those lines it'll just get the chords together okay. because i literally have no idea um which is funny because i wrote the damn song but mm. it's also just something that happens uh this one is after dark three says for someone who's looking for his first bike would a 1970 to 1985 ish honda cb400 or 750 be advisable i love the cb400
1: over cb750 cb750 largely because i mean they're both going to be great they're both going to be reliable but the cb750 you're now gonna <coughs> have to balance four carbs instead of two yeah the honda cb400 or cm400 I'd, I'd go for the cm they were more modern that's not what the m stands for i don't know what the m stands for our fine bikes they have a top speed of probably like maybe 90. um believe me they will be great and they sound great if you put uh, harley davidson sportster exhaust on them they sound nice and rumly. and i can know that because uh uh ben wright had one yes we haven't even seen like i haven't seen him since uh, radwood I'm still year. friends
0: with, i'm friends with him on the facebook oh, yeah, i, I recently became friends with him on facebook because for some reason i thought i was and realized like i never oh. actually went around and friended him
1: so i don't know thanks uh the jacob shapiro says boys i'm buying a grumman wing gone wigeon wigeon as soon as i have money after, after graduation. graduation i land a decent job i wanted a flight. okay oh, okay so a guy's buying a. the jacob shapiro is a f- pilot I huh. Wonder if Tony Air Tony is uh, still on the chat. A flying boat. Mm. Flying. Well, you know, you know our email. Let yep. me know. Thank you for your donation. Angry Clown, nineteen ninety. What? What's a car? Y'all would like. To, what's a car event you all would like to attend but probably won't get to? I really wanted to go to the Race of Gentlemen by the Oilers Car Club. I would like to do the the uh uh, distinguished gentleman's ride which is a motorcycle event where we all dress in suits and ride motorcycles but it looks kind of weird with my sport bike Mm. um i don't know if they still do it uh but i want to go to scottsdale uh this coming winter because i want to go to the barrett-jackson car auction and my uh oh i've never seen zero percent and it's done oh well <laughs> no
0: <Stop. there.
1: laughs> all right all right my tablet. tablet's out of battery like literally went to zero it's like power off so if there's a sign now's the yeah okay no more super chats please we are done we are wrapping this podcast yeah. up and we've gone for two hours this is yeah. a while
0: I, uh, and, and I only have
1: one regular chat question left. okay oh
0: and uh, jacob Shapiro says i'm an aero engineer but my school has a flight school and i'm gonna be betting my license or getting my license sometime in the next three years
1: tell us where that school is i mean there is this plan with uh, tony and i that we will fly to somewhere within the country where we can review airplanes now that we have a pilot <laughs> with us and there's less time i have to spend in that plane and throw up ability goes down <laughs> yeah yeah
0: Oh, um. all right. So last question is uh, from Aunt Randy. <laughs> Aunt Randy. That's great. Um, I need your help to re-educate my cousin. He's lived in Johnstown for too long, and now he thinks Sheets is better than Wawa. I mean, if you're looking... Here we go again. If, yeah, that's, that's how... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, here we, we go, go again. again. Yeah, it's Sheets for, you know, drunk food that's exactly what it is drunk food and smoothies and, right i'm um, a little
1: bit tipsy and i want sheets yeah motherfucking cheese bites that's i mean you can't go burrito wrong. it's got goddamn tater tots in it yeah i mean yo, know, they used
0: to have a burger that you know it's a fistful of doritos on top like <laughs> it's you what are you supposed to do with yeah. that like you not you're not going there to watch your waistline mm. at all whereas wawa you very much can eat Cleanly within the bounds of a like yeah, if, if you make a Yeah, if you make a hoagie bowl, it's literally just um all the things that would go like on a hoagie turkey. without the bread. Yeah, without the bread. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. You could have and if you don't You're even buying work,
1: a chef's salad, pretty much. Right, yeah, yeah, that's
0: essentially it. But it's like a fresh made fresh, fresh chef salad that hasn't been sitting in the deli section. Yeah, for getting all long. slimy. And, and now weird. they do those like Mediterranean bowls with like the rice that's really Yo, good. um really? Yeah, no, those are delicious. And um. But Wawa, I, I, that's just my shorthand for everything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a Wawa guy because their coffee's better and because there is their, their coffee's their, better. Their food is better. Yeah. Um, in my younger days, I liked yeah. Sheets better because I thought the food was better. But my thing now is that, like, I it's I don't know if it's a taste bud thing or you know a palate thing, but I just yeah. can't get there. I will go to food. Sheets
1: for gas. It's easier to fill up in Sheets. Yeah. And then the wild card is wild card is Rudders, which is anyway, we've been over this, but yeah, yeah.
0: sheets feels like going to someone else's house, Wawa feels like home. Nice. So that's that's a line, yeah so all right there you go
1: that's a podcast that's a podcast
0: thank you so much to everyone who joined us this week and who continues to join us every week for our reviews and for everything else uh we could not do this without any of you or without you in general so thank you so much for being here i'm nick i'm brian until next time have a good one guys have a good
1: night ending the stream oh
2: dear